0: Stop overthinking how to achieve success without sacrificing your life. Are you tired of sacrificing your personal life and health for career success? In this interview, we chat with Craig Bruce, who shares his journey of transforming his health and lifestyle while still achieving great success in his career. Discover the secrets to staying a high performer and prioritizing your well-being without sacrificing your personal relationships and health. Join Craig's Ignite You community and partner with someone who understands the challenges you face as a business leader. If you're ready to take your career and life to the next level, don't miss this interview with Craig Bruce. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show where you're about to go on a wellness driven ride. Today's guest has partnered with hundreds of high-performing business leaders and entrepreneurs to ignite you so that you can achieve even more success in your career without sacrificing your life and key relationships. Craig Bruce is the founder and managing principal of Evolve Health and Lifestyle He is an experienced business leader who managed a line of businesses across 10 countries in Latin America for a global management consulting firm for 25 years. Craig has also worked as a performance and lifestyle coach at Equinox Sports Club in Los Angeles, coaching business leaders to optimal performance and health. He is dedicated to empowering business leaders and entrepreneurs to maintain their high level of performance while prioritizing themselves. Craig is an international speaker featured on podcasts and stages across the US and Latin America, sharing the stage with Sharon Lechter, Les Brown, Bill Walsh, James Dentley, and Noelle Lee. Please help me welcome Craig Bruce.
2: <laughs> April. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. And I love that intro. Wow. That was, I wanted to see more of that.
0: <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the Wellness Driven Life Show, sir.
2: Thank you. Thank you. It's 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 such a pleasure to be here. I love what you're doing. Um, I love the, uh, like I said, I loved your intro of the, your intro video. It was Thank just, uh, it was, it was, it was very, uh, It was calming yet motivational. I loved it.
0: Oh, that's powerful, right? Calming yet motivational. And I like that you think of it that way because that's definitely an essence that we want to provide here on the show. So thank you for the compliments. I appreciate that. And let's let the guests and audience know who you are. Tell us a little bit about you.
3: You
2: know, I—that's uh, a—that's such a great question because I—I think I'm still evolving. <laughs> pun we in, pun, all are, pun intended, right?
0: Yes. Um,
2: you know, um, for many, many years, you know, people would ask me who I am and what I do, and I would, I would, I would automatically relate myself to, well, I'm a partner in a global management consulting firm, and that was really my identity, mm. and 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 at some point that just began to take its toll and 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 now when people ask me who i am it's really more about my mission and what i'm trying to do so the way i introduce myself many times is that i'm i'm a global influencer to high performing business leaders and entrepreneurs uh on their on their health and lifestyle and i help them empower them uh to achieve even more success without sacrificing their, their, their life and key relationships. And I personally am living my life through my, my key values. That's, 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 that's how I love to introduce myself now.
0: So a few different things I'd love to talk about with that. Um, First off, what brought you there? And how did you come into knowing what your key values are?
2: Yeah, wow, that's um, those are two really good questions. So let's um, maybe let's start with the values. Uh, growing up, you know, I never, I didn't really, never thought I really fit in. Uh, I didn't, and I knew I was different. And, and I uh, I didn't fit in with the girls for because I wasn't a girl, for obvious reasons, right? And I didn't fit in with the boys because I wasn't a jock. And yet, I did really well. Did really well through high school, did really well through college, et cetera, et cetera. And over the years, as I began to look back and do some inner work around those troublesome years, you know, that we all go through as as kids, what I discovered is that there were some reasons that I did really well, and those ended up I uh, being my core values, and, and I'll share those values. One is a connection to my source. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I was, even as a young kid, I was always connected to a source. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I, uh, you know, um, where I am relative to that source today is very different than how I grew up but there's a connection to the source. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I found that my ability, my superpower to develop long-term relationships and find my community was one of the reasons that I did really well. And so that led me to a key value of long-term relationships. Okay. And then third is a value of uh, just diversity and inclusion. So I tended to surround my pe- myself in communities where I, I, I could be me. I could be authentic. And I could, mm-hmm. uh, we could give each other, provide and receive support. And just, you know, I think the word today is co-create together. Yeah. And then finally, just health and wellness, and that didn't come until later. But those are those those are my key values, and that's that's really you, And you've asked that a way that no one's ever asked that before. So thank you, because um, that's how it evolved.
0: Well, my pleasure, and it's so important. The reason I ask is because, uh, well, I'm always kind of trying to hone in on what my values are. Mm -hmm. And I like that you said that the health and wellness didn't come until later in life, because I feel we're always changing, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. those things do change. It doesn't mean that we are stuck to something or that our identity itself doesn't change, yeah. Because we can get so fixated on this is who I'm supposed to be, right? And when life changes and has these drastic altercations, we feel so lost and out of place because we feel yeah. stuck in that identity. Yeah. And so values are one of those those key aspects of who we think and feel that we are. And I Lovely. we had a guest on the show who he does value assessments. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of been on the top of mind too. And when people start thinking about it, I ask, how did you come to that conclusion? Yeah. Because it takes a while, doesn't it? To, to like really hone in on each value that you have. I think we can easily come up with 20 values and then we have to, to bring it down into, you know, three to five, etc. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I, I agree. And part of the work that I do with my, with my clients is, 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 um, is asking them, who do you want to be and how do you want to show up every day?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and part of that, a critical part of that discussion is what are your values and what are your non-negotiables? And I think, yeah. At, most of my clients are at a more mature age, so 40 and above, uh, but they've in many cases never really taken the time to identify what those values are or, or yeah. document them, write them down, uh, and, uh, but they're inside of them, yeah. I find.
0: What do you think is so important about having values and, and really understanding that? About ourselves?
2: It's a great question because I believe, and in my experience, that to live your best life now, you need to understand what those values are and those non-negotiables and use those as a filter for every decision you make in your life. Mm.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. I think that when we have some clarity in that, it's much easier to make a, a better decision for ourselves in which direction we want to go. And yeah. I, I wasn't with that understanding until recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe I was in the past, but you know, we we tend to throughout life lose some of those habits or, the processes that we learn. And that's why it's kind of a constant thing where we have to revisit ourselves. And again, like you said, you had something that kind of changed. Now, I want to go back to to childhood and how you felt like you didn't really fit in. That's amazing that that is the case because you've done so many incredible things and on a, on a worldwide perspective. So it's fascinating that you found that community piece. I love that. And I think that's beautiful that it's one of your values. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I want you to, I want you to imagine that you're this, um, this really, really uh, smart eighth grader who realized that he didn't think he really fit in, but his go-to was that he was smart. And he's, uh, he's standing in front of uh, class, an advanced English class, and he's reading a poem out loud. <laughs> and he says, he laid his head on her bosom
3: <laughs>
2: yeah right the class laughed
3: mm.
2: even the teacher laughed and and it was in that moment that for me it was programmed into me that i need to be perfect or mm. people are going to laugh at me
0: right that acceptance piece and it
2: followed me my whole life yeah even in business, and I'm very successful in business, but I, I remember having coaching conversations with my managers to say, we need to get this new consulting offer out to the market. But I'm like, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have this. And, they're, and they would be like, just get it out there. I'm going, no, 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 you know? And so to come back to your question is, I think that um, realizing that, doing the inner work that I needed to and then realizing that it's not about perfection, it's about progress, mm-hmm. which is what I tell my clients all the time. Right. Uh, that, that, that has continued to lead to the, the success and honestly, the acceptance of me.
0: Right. Yes. And one uh, topic of conversation that I love going into because you're a speaker now. yeah. And so going from this fear of speaking in front of others of really, it all comes down to the feeling of being accepted or not. And how did you get from there to this public speaking that you do?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I will tell you it's a, another guy, you are just asking the greatest questions. I love this. I think we could talk for hours. Um, I, um, over the course of the 25 years being in management consulting, uh, I did presentations all the time.
3: Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference. to anyone interested, through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.
2: And actually, when I lived in Latin America, I actually did presentations in Spanish and Portuguese. I'm not sure I could do that today. Uh, but I always had I always had a PowerPoint presentation to follow. Mm. And now as a speaker, in the health and wellness and high performance arena, I don't always have notes. Right. I don't always have a PowerPoint. And so for me, it's really come down to the fact of this is my story. This is my journey. This is my adventure. I've internalized it and I can talk about it all day. And realizing that it's not going to resonate with everybody, but for someone who it does resonate with, then that's a life that I'm touching.
0: Yeah. I've heard that from a few people that ha- that do speak and who have maybe given me some encouragement and advice But it's not about you. It's about maybe the one person, yeah. the one soul yeah. that you touch. And it, it does change that perspective. Yeah. When you have to show up that way. And I tell you what, Craig, some of the best speakers are the ones that aren't going off of a slide or a PowerPoint or are yeah. so, so in the story, like they're so they've they practiced the same thing over and over and over. And you can tell, yeah, right. Okay. That it, that it, they've just trained themselves that way. But I feel that some of the best speakers have a hundred stories and they read the audience and they lead from their heart yeah, and they speak yeah, from sure. the, those stories. And right, I like that.
2: Yeah. I, I agree completely. And I, I, and I think for me, it's also a journey. Uh, and, uh, I, uh, I find that now, do I still get nervous? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, and what I find is that I just need to center myself. I need to, take some good deep breaths. Um, I need to connect with people in the audience, try, you know, make eye contact. So there are all Mm -hmm. kinds of little, little tricks. Um, But yeah, I, I, I still get nervous.
0: What would you say about public speaking and personal growth? And if you would recommend it to everybody, anyone?
2: Yeah, I, 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 well, I don't, I, um, I don't, It's not for everybody. I think if you, we all have a story. We all have a story. And the world deserves to hear our stories. Because there are people out there who are in pain and they need to hear our stories. And so if you think about it from that perspective, uh, sharing your story can impact and even save someone's life. So I think that's that's the way I would position it to someone versus just public speaking. For me, it's more about telling your story, yeah, and connecting. Right? We're wired for connection as humans. Mm-hmm. And so that connection, and and you know what the last four years or so, we lost that connection, that personal in-person connection. It's come back. uh, But yet, um, yeah, it's, 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 I, I, I think it's about connecting.
0: Well, yes. And I, I agree with you. It is that connection piece. We have to have it right. And so you've talked a little bit about the last four years. What was your experience in the last four years?
2: Yeah, so my experience in the last four years, um, I'm blessed that uh, no one that I really knew, except a a high school friend, um, lost their life due to the pandemic. For me, it was an opportunity to, because I had left Equinox at that time, uh, I left 20 you know, left Equinox in 2019, realizing that uh, I could do this on my own. While that experience was an amazing experience, I could do that on my I could do this on my own coach, high performing business leaders. And so I used 2020 as an opportunity to build my business, to get some additional certifications. Mm. And I. Uh, And I could do that all from, without leaving my home, you know? Yeah. Uh, However, at the same time, I continued to work out because I trained with my trainer. We trained in a park, so we were outside. And being in Los Angeles, you could do that even in the winter time. So I continued to live that lifestyle while building a business plan. And then eventually I launched the business plan or launched the business and um, have had really good success because of a lot of the long-term relationships that I had developed. People had seen my, you know, as a management consultant, they, they knew, like, and trusted me. And then they had followed my journey of transforming my life. And they said, oh, I think this guy may be onto something. So most of my clients have been former either colleagues or, uh, business connections and referrals. So I'm I'm really blessed with that.
0: Yes. I, you know, it's interesting, those long-term relationships and, and how powerful that is for us. And I haven't had a lot until recently, more, Mm. uh, you know, friendships and relationships that I can really say are, are going to last my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And, um, I wanted to bring in one of our comments. Manly says, I appreciate Craig just being Craig. It is so refreshing to get away from the side deck and just be real. That's a connection.
2: Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Manly. I appreciate that. Uh, April, may, may I ask you a question? Of course. Good. Uh, w- what's changed for you with regard to some of those, finding some of those key relationships?
0: I lost a custody battle with mm. my kids. Mm. And so when we relocated to Texas from Colorado, my girls are older. I have three mm-hmm. daughters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Uh, we did so because of my husband's job, which is wonderful, right? Mm -hmm. We kind of, we expected it. That's what happens when you move up somewhere in the world with, with careers. Yeah. And, uh, with my daughters, I pretty much did not expect any changes. I said, well, of course you're coming with, I'm your mother (laughs) and, uh, My ex did not think that that should be the case. And so we went to court and had a a big change in my life. The state of Colorado decided that, uh, you know, the kids could have what they want. And so they remain in Colorado. So that was a huge, huge Mm -hmm. life shift for me, Craig, because Mm -hmm. I was mom and I did everything mom. So Everything with the girls, I worked uh, until manly and I uh, moved in full time together. It was me uh, working and taking care of the girls primarily. Yeah. So the shift that happened led me to get out of my comfort zone, go out and find people, make connections because I was going in a pretty... Far downward spiral. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Because it was so it was such a big transition. I became a mother very young. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't used to having friendships. I I didn't create that for myself in my life. And uh, I was too busy working.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's that's what happened for me, Craig. And then also going into an entrepreneurial world. Mm -hmm. So leaving Uh, law enforcement and any corporate, I decided that I was going to journey out into entrepreneurship. And so Mm -hmm. that led me to, and kind of forced me to get out and make relationships and connections if I wanted to, you know, excel in my business. And the show has really built incredible connections for me. And that's my favorite part.
2: Very cool. Well, first of all, thank you, Anani, for sharing that story with me and obviously with your, with your audience. Thank you. Um, thing, things happen for a reason, I believe. So, um, yeah, so thank you for sharing that. Uh, it, it's interesting you talk about relationships and it's one of the areas that I find with my high performing business leaders that they're, they're crushing it in their career. And yet, they realize at some point, and that may be when they're 40, 50, you know, somewhere around there, that that, they, um, that they've had to make some sacrifices along the way.
3: Mm, mm-hmm.
2: Sacrifices in their health and sacrifices in relationships. Yeah. And they also come and we have discussions around, um, you know, kind of once we get some of the basics around their health and wellness. So how you nourish your body, how you restore your body, how you move your body. Once we get some of those basics in place through a morning ritual and an evening ritual that are all science backed, the conversation will quickly turn to what else in your life needs nourishing?
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: relationships comes up. Yeah, Because along the way, climbing that ladder, there have been relationships that were valued but have been left behind. And at the end of the day, what are we going to remember more? What's going to be around longer are those relationships. But climbing that ladder, and I did it, and we all do it, and there's nothing wrong with it, um, a lot of those relationships go by the wayside and numerous conversations and we, and, and, and relation, building relationships and maintaining relationships takes a lot of work
3: Mm -hmm. and we only have enough
2: hours in the day. So we, I have conversations with my clients around, okay, so give me a list of 10 relationships that you want in your life right now. And then let's prioritize those. And so, you know, at mm-hmm. the top of the list are generally a spouse or a partner and kids and maybe grandkids. Mm-hmm. That's 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 that kind of that level one, and then level two are you know some some close friends, and it might even be a college friend that you've lost contact with, and we literally build out a plan for. Nurturing those relationships, and in many cases, it's 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 uh, reinitiating those relationships. Yeah, it's really it's 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 really cool when that happens, you know.
0: It is, and and it is absolutely vital. The more that I have created, better uh relationships and i have nourished them yeah. the more i realize the importance of it community yeah. and connection are are just a big big aspect yeah. for yeah. me and when yeah. when i began the wellness driven life show uh-huh. well I should say your uh, number of years back, it was wellness-driven life, Uh which became the wellness-driven life show. But wellness is under this huge umbrella, and there's so many different aspects of that. And that is one of them. Yeah. It's a big one. And like you said, going into, you know, I I help my clients have some physical, Things that they do morning and night, they they build this routine. And mm-hmm. there's also these other aspects, and that is the relationship piece.
2: Yeah, I love it. I I, I knew that's why we were going to connect. <laughs> the, you know what I what I have found in coaching hundreds of business leaders is that there are there are really three areas that we focus on that are going to move you forward in the direction of living your best life now, and the first area is consciousness. People often refer to that as mindset. I actually think it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a higher state of being. And, and you used a word earlier that is, that is spot on. It's, so it's about clarity, intention, mm-hmm. and it's about growth. So that consciousness is one area that we focus on. The second area that we focus on is lifestyle and that's how you nourish, restore, and move your body. And then the third area is community. And that's, oh. really, that's really about you and how you uh, talk to yourself. Mm. It's about the relationships that you're involved with, involved in, and then it's also about the career piece.
0: Yeah, well, we spend the majority of our time in our careers.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh,
0: well, thank you, Craig, so much for sharing. We're going to go into our commercial. And when we get back, I can't wait to hear more about what it was like for you in corporate and what activated the changes yes. that you are now creating in life. Cool. Stay tuned.
1: With key ingredients supported by over 80 clinical trials. The exclusive formulation of the Bella Grace Collagen Elixir is changing lives everywhere. Ingesting collagen peptides alone is not very helpful. This is where most collagen products fall short and where Bella Grace changes everything. Unlike other collagen products, the Bella Grace Collagen Elixir controls the gene switches which activate collagen creation and disables the enzymes that break down the matrix. Bella Grace Collagen Elixir contains Verisol, the world's best and most clinically studied form of collagen. These elite collagen peptides influence the skin's collagen metabolism directly from the inside. Nature's most powerful antioxidant, 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C, Astereal astaxanthin prevents the activation of gene switches that drive inflammation and activates the gene switch responsible for cellular repair and longevity, forming bridges across cell membranes, protecting them from free radical attack. Amazonian cat's claw suppresses the enzymes that degrade collagen and our skin matrix caused by oxidants and inflammation. It simply turns the switch off. The world's most studied collagen, plus activating the genes that make collagen, plus switching off the genes that break down collagen, has resulted in something the world has never experienced. The Bella Grace Collagen Elixir. Start your 30 day Bella Grace challenge today.
2: lives were never the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter Kristen was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast.
0: It's a series of lives being saved. can find out more about Bella Grace in the description. And so coming back to you, Craig, you describe yourself as this former burnt out global executive who was going into lack of sleep and just mismanaged care for yourself. And I would love to know a little bit more about that. Let's dive deeper. What's your story?
2: Yeah. So Um, uh, imagine that you are boarding your return flight home and it's been a 15-hour day and you've got probably another three to four hours before your head hits the pillow. And as my Southern grandma would say, I was sick as a dog. Mm. And you, you, you get settled into your window seat and the flight attendant approaches you and and you think she's going to offer you something to drink but instead she bends over and says to you you look horrible oh. yeah. <laughs> well april i turned and i looked at i looked at myself i saw my reflection in that little wind, that airplane window <clears throat> and um, tears started welling up
0: oh
2: and i just said yeah. Craig, you're a grown man crying in public. Stop it. Your life, your life sucks. But you know, to everybody else, I was killing it. Right. But honestly, the truth was I was killing myself. And even though I was, cause I'd wake up in the middle of the night and my, my mind was racing and couldn't get back to sleep and, you know, no energy the next day. And then I'd have to to late in the afternoon, I'd have to go get some, a shot of caffeine, which is the absolute wrong thing to do. You know, I had, I struggled with pain and just my weight. And, and I was working out, I was eating fairly well, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and the very next day I landed in the doctor's office and my doctor ordered bed rest. Wow. And, but you know what my version of bed rest was?
0: Not bed rest. <laughs> it, was,
2: it was my laptop, my cell phone and my conference conference calls from my bed.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. No break.
2: Yeah. And, 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 and I think it was in that moment that I just realized that my current lifestyle had become my new normal and it was killing me. And I, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I want to repeat that because <clears throat> I think that most of the clients I would say all the clients that I work with is, is, is their current lifestyle has become their new normal and it's, it's, it's killing them. You know, a fish doesn't know it's in water until it's not, (laughs) or a bird doesn't know it's in the air until it's not. And so for me then at some point, I just realized that I just had to take control Something had to change. And, and I had to really become an advocate for my own health and well-being. And fortunately, I was blessed that I could make some decisions. Uh, left the consulting arena after 25 years. Went back to school to, do, uh, to really uh, become health and wellness. Moved from Chicago to L.A. and started coaching people like me and that's where i am today doing it on my own
0: so you you came to this point where your your health was just it, it got to you
2: it it you did know? now i could have continued i could have recovered
0: yeah so many of us look like we're we're killing it on the outside, like you said, but we're really killing ourselves on the inside and it's, it's amazing. And then we, we don't make a shift or a change until it's almost too late. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has to be so extreme. I'm not sure why we do that to ourselves as human beings, but it's just the way it is isn't it?
2: It is, and I think the uh, my my thought on this, and I'd love your thought. My thought is it's because we are high achievers, we're doers.
0: I think yes, and adding to that, I feel that we get so caught up in societal yes. standards,
2: absolutely, and
0: what we are supposed to do, be, show up as, yeah, that. We refuse to show otherwise and to take a moment to step back and be like, you know what? Wait a minute. I, I don't have to show up this way. I don't have to be this person. Right. You know, um, And it's okay to go slow. I think a lot of it is that we don't realize that it's okay and, and things will still get done. if you slow down and you take time for yourselves. Yeah. And what I, and and so for me, what I,
2: I'm not, I'm not suggesting that everybody has to retire or leave the workforce because not everybody's there.
0: Right. Certainly not.
2: Right. What I, what I do know and the, and the work that I do with my clients is, um, you can continue to have this success and, prioritize you and take care of yourself, you do have to make some some shifts, but there are some very specific science-based behaviors that if you just implement things like, first thing you do in the morning, don't, don't reach for that cup of coffee, drink some water, all right? because we know that the body gets dehydrated overnight for all kinds of reasons. Mm -hmm. And if we drink water first before we drink that caffeine, right? we also know that if we can get out in the morning sunlight and get just some movement, that that's going to set us up because it resets our circadian rhythm. And you can even do that in Chicago in the dead of winter yeah, because there's still (laughs) light coming through the clouds might be a little cold but the cold actually actually is stimulating to the body as well we're now finding yeah it means it means ending caffeine by 2 p.m in the afternoon because if you drink it after that because caffeine stays in your body for six to eight hours it impacts the quality of your sleep Mm -hmm. and then get off your electronics at least 30 minutes before you go to bed. Let's, we'll start with 30 minutes, <laughs> right? Right, right. Some kind of, so, and those were, those were the kinds of science-based behaviors that had I known those, then I could have continued to, 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 uh, to perform at that high level because right. I'm giving my body the time to recover.
0: Yeah. What do you say, Craig, for people who feel that they don't have time?
2: Yeah, Um, that's that's a really good question. Um, I guess I would say. I, I would go back to a discussion around. What are your values? And. What's important to you in life?
3: Mm.
2: And most people answer that with some form of family. And if you can tie it back to that and what, what's, 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 what's the individual's, I call it their MOFA, their motivating factor, their why then people begin to, it begins to resonate with them.
0: So tell me a little bit about what what aspects of other aspects of health have you discovered work really well for you? What is a daily habit system look like for you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I have um I have a morning ritual and I have an evening ritual and they they kind of they kind of um they kind of um collide Collide's not the right word uh, so first thing I do in the morning is um, I begin my morning with um, with connection to my source so there's mm. there's some uh, meditation time some some spiritual guidance there. Uh, And I do that before I get out of bed, because if I get out of bed, then the dogs are saying, hey, dad, (laughs) you got to take care of us. Um, And then and then I will um, I will uh, I will then give the dogs some water. I drink some water, 16 ounces, and then I take the dogs out into the backyard and I'm blessed to live in a warm climate. So I'm barefoot. I'm able to watch the sun come up. The sun's already up. So I get that five to 10 to 15 minutes of resetting my circadian rhythm. Mm. And then four days a week, I'm actually at the gym working on strength and mobility and aerobic capacity, cardio capacity. And then I always come back and, you know, I've got five or six hours of work. But I always stopped for lunch mm. because when I was consulting, I never really stopped for lunch. I would bring my lunch back to my desk, and it was a healthy lunch. And I would get on conference calls, and I'd look down, and 30 minutes later, and my lunch is gone, but I don't remember eating it.
0: So I always not really being present with the act of eating. No, we're not. We're not.
2: And and, and we also know that you know up to twenty percent of the digestive process actually um, starts before food hits your 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 lips, and so I I was missing out of up to twenty percent of that whole digestive process and the food being absorbed and used for energy. And then I don't do much caffeine, but uh, if I do have some green tea, I always stop by two o'clock in the afternoon. And then my evening is really focused around um, shutting off all electronics at least an hour before I go to bed. And then I have a wind down routine of breathing. Uh, I, I just I just um, moved f- uh, from LA to 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 uh, Palm Springs, and. Uh, in the house that I, that I uh, remodeled, um, I have a, uh, infrared sauna. Hmm. I put that in. So that's been added into either my morning or my evening, yeah. uh, which is, which is really, which is really, you know, helping with the recovery.
0: Yeah. Tell well, us a little bit about that. You know, I don't, I don't know if everybody knows too much about that. So what is your knowledge in, in saunas?
2: Yeah, so my knowledge is not extensive in saunas. I'm probably not the right person to ask. But what I know is that with the infrared sauna, is that it penetrates deep into the in, into the skin, into the muscles, releasing toxins, sweating. Um, it's great for uh, muscle recovery. Uh, and and what I have seen is it actually when I do it uh, when I do it in the morning and then take a mini cold shower that it's, right, it's really, really refreshing. Uh, and then in the evening, it just, it begins to unwind me. So um, yeah. I do it three times a week.
0: Better sleep, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, my my sleep scores, I wear an Aura ring and my sleep scores have actually gone up uh, because uh, I'm using it more consistently as well. I'm getting into more uh, deep sleep, which is great.
3: Cause that's mm-hmm. where the
2: body, that's where the body recovers. That's yeah, where the growth yeah. hormones, right. Are secreted. So, uh, that's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually been, it's actually been pretty cool.
0: Now, Simon Gowen is the gentleman who referred you. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, he is uh, Wim Hof certified. He's one of the Icemen. So yeah. tell me, uh, a little bit about your relationship with him, and you t- you have talked about you know the cold and yeah. cold showers, and so how has that affected you as well?
2: Yeah, so Simon, I met Simon. Uh, he actually hired me as a as a uh, coach at Equinox Sports Club in Los Angeles. And I knew he and I were going to get along really well uh, because he's just, he's direct and to the point, it's that, it's that British directness that I absolutely love. <laughs> and uh, he was very supportive of me and my career there. And I, I, I moved pretty quickly there. And then when he left, we, we maintained uh, a friendship and uh, I see him periodically when I go back to Los Angeles uh, and he actually connected us. So I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm grateful for, for that connection as well. Uh, regard, and he is Wim Hof certified. He is, he is, he's the guy we need to be talking to around the, around the cold. Uh, What, what I, what I use cold for, um, is just, you know, cold showers. Um, I didn't put in a ice bath. Um, I thought about it, but you know, at some point I just didn't, you know, but but I, I, the the community I live in has a pool that's not heated, so I, I could always I could always do that. But that's really about um, invigorating the body. It's about muscle recovery. It's about activating more brown fat, which is the good fat in our body.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and so that, that that's what I know about it. I, I, I do know that it also does put some stress on the body, so. If you're, and this was my case, is because of the lifestyle that I had led, my adrenals were shot. Mm-hmm. We discovered that through some functional medicine testing when I was working with a functional medicine doctor. And so they took me off of those cold showers because it was just adding undue stress. But now that we've got all that stuff figured out, uh, I'm, I'm Well, back that's
0: interesting though, you know how... Not everything is going to work for everybody, and you know it's going to be different times. Our bodies need different things for healing at different points of our lives, and so I think that is a a key point to bring up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and, you know, you there's so many, uh, there's so much information out there. Do I? on, yes. on intermittent fasting, right? Well, intermittent fasting, or I like to think of it as time restricted eating, doesn't work for everybody.
0: Right. Yeah. Right? And you're right. There is so much out there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it could be very overwhelming for many. And for those of us, and it sounds like you for a number of years now have, you know, really utilize so much of their lives in researching. And it really is about just trying to see what works for you.
2: Yeah, it is. And I will also say that um, for me, what was somewhat life-changing was working with a functional medicine practitioner
3: uh,
2: who uh, ran a series of tests around um, my adrenals and and you know the sex hormones and the gut permeability and all those kinds of things and um, took me off of time restricted eating because of mm. you know, the, because of the stress it was placing on my adrenals until we got you know the adrenals repaired. So mm. I would also say that um, and, and and that's a that's an area of medicine that is growing. Um, because the functional medicine practitioners actually uh, look for the root causes of what's happening in the body. They see the body as fully integrated. And so that's something that, you know, has been really helpful for me to, 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 because it's about testing, not guessing, you know, should I be taking magnesium? Well, I don't know, but let's find out, you know,
0: Absolutely. I, I agree with you. I love the tips and tricks that you brought in and the things I, I like that you kind of have broken it down for yourself, morning routines, evening routines. It makes it much more simpler because when we start to make changes, create changes, create routines, it, it takes time. And if we add too much in and on top of it, we're not going to succeed because we become too overwhelmed.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. And, um, and again, uh, it is um, not everything is for everybody. Right. Uh, And you just have to, you just, you know, you have to see how your body responds. And what I also find is that in those morning rituals and those evening rituals, is that we if the more specific you can get with the the time. So for example, wake up six a.m. six and then wake up at six a.m. Drink eight ounces of water. Um, get outside. Six thirty shower. Right. Mm. Uh, right. So the 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 more you can can get specific with times in those rituals, I find particularly with with, with really these high performing business leaders and entrepreneurs is that there's a greater likelihood that you will, you'll actually do it.
0: Right. I agree. Now you have been leading and coaching others now for a little while. If you're open to sharing, what's one of your favorite success stories thus far?
2: Yeah, wow. Let me let's think about that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna generalize um, in that uh, when in working with women who tend to put others first, and themselves <laughs> and, there's, and it's very and themselves last because. That's the way, you, that's, that was what your mom did and that's what your grandmother did, right? With these very successful business leaders, women who can buy anything they want, they can travel, they're very successful. They reach a point where they ask the question, well, what about me?
0: Interesting, isn't that?
2: It is. It is. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And some of them are in relationships that aren't working. But for me, what I love is when we begin to have those conversations and they get clarity on who they want to be and how they want to show up going forward.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And they're able to articulate that. And they're able to articulate what their values are and how they want to, how they're going to live their life going forward. For me, man, that, there's, there's nothing greater than, than, than that. And so those are the kind of success stories that, that I absolutely love.
0: Yeah, it's almost like this aha, uh-huh, because yeah. we, we don't take time to reflect on what it is. And I think that it starts getting to a point where you you're thinking about it a little bit, and then you're thinking about it more often. And then you come to a point where you're like, okay, I need to reflect on this. I need to sit with myself. And more times than not, we have to have somebody coach and lead us through that. Yeah. It is just too difficult to be able to do that because we're so routined in the constant day in and day out that we don't know how to lead ourselves into it. We have to have someone outside of ourselves guide us. And so... I want to make sure that everybody knows how to find you. And so it's been displayed here. And also for those of you who are listening in, I'm going to read it to you. Also, it is in the description along with other links on how to find Craig. His website is www.evolvehealthandlifestyle.com. Again, that's www.evolvehealth. And lifestyle.com. Craig, it's been incredible having you as a guest on the Wellness Driven Life Show today. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience?
2: Yeah, I'm going to, and I said it earlier, but I, uh, I, I'll end with this, is um, it's about progress, not perfection, and small hinges swing big doors.
0: Mm. I like that. I haven't heard that saying before. Small hinges swing big doors. So, the small things, the little things that we do, the micro bites, right? Yeah. Very cool. Well, again, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. My pleasure. It's been awesome having you share uh, your stories, your insights. And I, I want to, again, let the audience know where to find you. It's going to be in the description below. His website is www.evolvehealthandlifestyle.com. And want to let everyone know goodbye for now. And we will see you later.